Hello and welcome to another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radha Nelia, and today I have a very special show called Empath Survival Guide. We're going to be diving in deep with understanding what it means to be an empath and how to navigate, you know, your life and boundaries as an empath. In other words, how can you be an empowered empath? Um, This episode includes an energy forecast and of course we're going to drop in tips and tools to not to survive but to truly thrive as an empath during times of chaos and acceleration. As you may know, we are definitely ascending towards uh, higher frequencies coming in and what that means is we're gonna have to drop the dead weight people so (laughs) I hope this podcast will assist you in your sacred journey so stay tuned Susan. Hi, Rada. Good morning. So wonderful to have you on again. Oh, I'm so excited to be here and to really connect with everybody. Once again, it's always so fun and um, good to just expand (laughs) and go there with you. Yeah. And I think our topic for this show, you know, Empath Survival Guide is going to help a lot of people. (laughs) For sure. So, you know, what is your definition of an empath? I consider an empath someone who is just very sensitive to energy and someone who takes on a lot of energy very easily, someone who Mm -hmm. absorbs it, you know, into their body and can really feel, you know, another person. I always like to describe it um, based on uh, how I used to feel in the body. Mm -hmm. um, I walk into a room, right, and say, someone is in a really bad mood or there's some sort of argument, I would mm-hmm. instantly get stomach aches. So, and I, you know, kind of like mm. grew up getting like this, like, what is this? And it's like, oh, I'm empathing this, this chaos and mm-hmm. holding it into my body. So that's, that's just one way that I like to think of it. But um, what about you in, in, in your own life and in your own work? How would you define it? Well, like you, like, I didn't mm-hmm. know what an empath was growing up. So you know, I, I tended to be like a, a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like I, yeah. I would just, I would just suck in people's energy. Not, not like a vampire where I was like, I needed their energy, but I was so open in my heart and my mind and just who I am that, um, if someone was like angry and I, I would feel it inside of me, like you said, I get, mm-hmm. I feel sick or, you know, I would take in that energy, but then, but then the bad part was I would like, I would transmute it or I would try to transmute it without knowing like unconsciously. And I think a lot of empaths, we want, we are peacemakers. We want peace. We want harmony. We don't want to see people in pain, especially people that we love. And so we suck up so much energy when we're, when we are unconscious or don't know, we are like almost trying to unconsciously like pull it away from them. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and pulling it into our own body. And that's when we get into trouble because I think that's when we get sick 
And later we have to clear that stuff like out. And a lot of it like went to my stomach, you know, like yeah. it goes into your stomach. You just eat it up for people. And like, just because you love so much, you don't even know what you're doing. And I think, you know, animals are the same way. They're empaths and they mm-hmm. take in the energy of their owners and they manifest, um, you know, sometimes ailments, you know, uh, from from that. So we want to be really conscious as empaths how we are, um, how we are in the world and, and how we can survive, you know, because there's so much, there's so much chaos going on in the world. So how do we walk into a room with people and have, you know, this or that going on? Or even if I walk into a room with a TV, like if I get my nails done, and they have the news blasting as an empath, it starts to like jar me a little bit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and another thing I want to add to that as well is the sort of like, um, so we can sort in a physical body, but emotionally, what I see go on too, is this false reality occurs where you're feeling somebody who say feels really horrible about themselves and you're empathing that. And then you start feeling that and thinking, wait, um, is this me? Is this person (laughs) mad at me? Or am I the one who's actually feeling bad? wait, am I the one in this scenario who hates themselves? And it's literally just because we're absorbing and and taking everything on. So it's so important to have sort of energetic toolbox where you can Mm, get in there, (laughs) find ways to dump this energy, but also this sort of discernment of what's mine and what's somebody else's. I know that when I'm watching the news, I know that that's not mine. (laughs) So it's like, okay, clear cut examples, right? But then it's different Mm -hmm. when you're in a living with people, when you're growing up in a family where, um, say you're growing up with a lot of narcissists too, right? Empath, mm-hmm. narcissist, that's the, the common, it's a combo. Yeah. That's the combo <laughs> right there. That's the, the couple. So, um, yeah. So wide, wide spectrum of different things that can happen and different things to consider. Mm, yeah. And, you know, share today, like how, you know, how we can, how we can protect ourselves as empaths or how we can navigate maybe some tools. But, but before I do that, I want to ask, you know, what is your energy forecast? Because we are going through times of great change and somewhat of turbulence. Um, and it's an inside, inside, outside job, both, yes. right? So, <laughs> you know, from your perception as, as a healer and someone that's really tuned into energies, how are you relating to this energy coming in? Yeah. So it's funny because the world feels turbulent. Say, let's go to this news example, right? From what Mm -hmm. we're seeing, what's being put out there. And then of course, Mm -hmm. there's different things in our everyday life that look turbulent. And what I'm seeing is what this is representing is what is turbulent within us that, you know, we have to really look in and inside and, and settle for good within. And what I've seen these energies bring up for me um, are things that themes that I've been working through this, this past year of like, okay, what needs to be really looked at and integrated? Cause I would say this overall sort of chaotic energy, this up and down is just mm-hmm. rocking us into alignment. It's always about <laughs> alignment and mm-hmm. us getting there. And so it seems like there is this acceleration of energies trying to get us there maybe a little bit faster. And I think on the highest level, we want that, right? We want to hurry up <laughs> and evolve and, mm-hmm. and get there. But to actually process and integrate that is a slow process. And so if you are feeling discom- a lot of discomfort in your life right now, if 
things don't mm-hmm. feel stable, if they feel scary, if you've got health issues coming up or other emotional things to consider, this is kind of like you're revving up to be like, okay, what do I need to look at and feel and how much extra can I love myself mm-hmm. through this integration process? So that's what I've been sensing mm-hmm. from, from these energies. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, everything is rocking us back to alignment. Yeah. And I do notice that like sometimes when things feel like they're tipping over, it's like the, the old has to leave or like the old energy has to leave. Like we have to do a real, it's almost like a big release and it feels like a mini earthquake, but then you let it settle yeah. and you trust that, okay, what's going to come from this is going to be good. And that's how I've been starting to see things when I, when I observe things, um, you know, going a little bit sideways and like, okay, this is good. Something better, something better is going to come from this. Like a, a a better solution, a better communication, um, a better connection, something good is going to come. And I think we have to stay optimistic, you know, even when things don't quote unquote look the way we want them, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, things are, they're, they're great too. Like they're beautiful. They're wonderful. And then like when a little thing happens, it's like, whoa, it's falling <laughs> apart, you know? So, <laughs> yep. But, um, so I just wanted to share like a few, a few things, like how, how could people define if they're, if they might be an empath and I'll share a few and then you share a few. Okay. okay? Yeah. So you might be an empath if you, perhaps you have like a friend who's really feeling like distraught or stressed out, or maybe they're always going through some kind of chaos, but then you end up feeling it too. Like you're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. You get caught in the turbulence of it and you, it becomes almost like yours. Like you can't define where it ends and where it begins. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then empaths, we are notoriously super sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like super sensitive. So sometimes we can build, you know, uh, build strong barriers or walls. Um, and, and, you know, eventually sometimes people become really, really tough because they're, they, they feel so deeply and, and, um, they have to find coping mechanisms, but I think empathic, we can, especially if we're close to somebody, we can get really hurt. Just like little tiny things can just be like, oh, you know, like, yeah. like, my feelings, like, oh, you didn't text me back fast enough. Or, oh. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're just sensitive people. What can I say? But yeah. what, what would you say? What are a couple of things that you... Yeah, so, um, yeah, playing off that, that sensitivity, I know part of the empath profile is because you feel so much, you kind of do like to step back, maybe be a little <laughs> bit more of a hermit, maybe come off more as that introvert. And that's just because life is extremely overwhelming when what I like to describe to clients is like, you're like the rid of filter, just being dropped yeah. into the scenarios <laughs> and just filtering and absorbing. And, um, and the thing about empaths is, empaths you know we're we're the healers right we are the Mm -hmm. ones who carry that extraordinary amount of empathy yeah and compassion and so if you just always feel just like overwhelming you know compassion and and need to help others that's part of the empathic profile but the Mm -hmm. thing is it's like you would give so much more of yourself out there versus replenishing that's kind Mm -hmm. of a empath trait of just because you have so so much empathy you're like how can I help how can I listen to this friend's issues mm-hmm. and put them before me when I haven't even 
mm-hmm. given myself time to work through mm-hmm. my own issues. I've, I've seen a lot of that um, giving when the when the tank is empty. Yeah, so, um, that's, that's so that's, true. Yeah, that's I remember those days. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think because we get so much from giving, right? We like we love to give. We it hurts us to see anyone in pain, so we're like, we're the paramedics. Nine one one, did you call? Yeah. Like we're here. How can I help? But yet we haven't eaten or we haven't taken care of ourselves. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons for empaths is how to give to yourself first, right? Yes, absolutely. You have to feed yourself first. Have to. It's the it's the analogy of you're in an airplane and the masks fall down. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You put the mask on your the oxygen on yourself first, right? Before helping mm-hmm. say the person next to you. That's yeah. sort of like like tip number one. And it and it's it's not selfish. It's like, wait, no. I need a foundation in order to be a foundation for others. That's mm-hmm. so important. Um and then I would say the next thing too is empaths have a really big issue with setting boundaries. Oh. That's yeah yeah big one and um this is so important this comes up when I do my quantum sphere healing sessions with people and I've even written an article about it because I'm like listen we got to rethink the way we set these boundaries we're letting too much energy in or we're giving Mm -hmm. out too much so I would say you know as a starting place for people think of your life like wait where am I giving away too much Mm -hmm. where am I allowing people to take 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 and Mm -hmm. um so much to the point where you just feel drained. So mm. I, I would even say boundaries is number one. Like that's something that yeah. everyone's got to learn. And that's difficult because mm-hmm. you want to help. You don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. You want to stay friends with people, right? But then it's like, wait, how do I take mm-hmm. care of myself? Uh, learning to say no has been my biggest best friend. Like learning to mm-hmm. say no, <clears throat> which was really hard for me before, you know, and I, I think I say it with a lot more grace and ease because for when I started trying to say it, like I had to be a little bit harsh because I wasn't used to saying it. So, <clears throat> you know, I went the opposite. I'm like, no, you know, <laughs> but then I think it's for empaths. Like sometimes we, sometimes we try to be like really tough, you know, because that's yeah. that's another way of like protection and and it has served like that's when I got into Cali you know the goddess Cali mm-hmm. like the d- destroyer and of demons because you know I realized like oh I need I really need to get tough on these people but but then you know you settle down and then you can get back into to other modes and, and realize you can be like no thanks thanks yeah. anyways or, or sorry I can't and it becomes a lot more easy the more that you practice saying no 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 you know it becomes an good feeling because then you're like oh I said no to you but I say yes to me absolutely and part of the reason too we have to practice is if we have these so many violations occur then we'll just blow up on somebody with that big huge no right and then we might feel like guilty or shame because we didn't know like that was really loaded right so much other stuff had built up to it so the practicing no and like I like to think of it as I am not going to sign off on somebody else's bullshit. <laughs> That's my kind of yeah. motto in life because a lot of times with the empath, say in a narcissist um, relationship, someone's going to come in there and tell you this is the way things are. This is the reality. This is what's going on. And you're like, actually, no, it's not. And so that's mm-hmm. where the voice is so important. Um, I know that I also absorb in my throat. 
Um, so throat chakra, solar plexus problems, all very big mm-hmm. with empaths. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. using that voice, um, that that's a huge one, you know, and you practice with little things, stating preferences, right? Um, what your opinion mm-hmm. is. Um, and then you can get better with vocalizing an important energetic boundary. Mm, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so empowering. Um, but, but like, for, as far as empaths, going back to identifying, I think empaths have very sensitive nervous systems. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they sort of, um, how would you describe that as feeling, a feeling? It's like, I guess the way I would describe it is this, so this hypersensitivity, right? Being mm-hmm. such a sensitive soul, like that amount of stress weakens the nervous mm-hmm. system so it's almost like we can acquiesce and just try and make people feel better so we don't have to feel bad anymore yeah <laughs> like let me clean this up for you so I feel better yeah right exactly like if I it when some one dynamic I would have is like a friend is throwing a fit right so it's really awkward and uncomfortable you're out somewhere so you're extra nice to them you over accommodate them because it feels so bad and awkward and you know what it's like mm-hmm. no you're acting like a child, like we shouldn't let people get away like that. No, <laughs> you no, know? not at all. So, um, but we feel so bad because we can feel people like how much say they hate themselves, right? Or mm-hmm. they're having a bad day. Or, I mean, people are very irresponsible with their energy and it's the empath who's re- usually on the receiving end of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting. Um, it is interesting because empaths also, we you know, part of our, I think, responsibility is to learn how to say no, but also create boundaries for others so that Mm -hmm. they can grow up. Because so we're not always like um, enabling people by letting them get away with their shit and they need to be reprimanded for it, or they need to learn how to not get the babying when they need to just, they need to grow up just a little bit, you know? So, you know, empaths tend to attract people maybe that are, you know, just, not empaths. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And sometimes I'm like, why is this lesson like repeating? And I know that part of like saying one of my empathic traits is I give people a lot of chances and I, because I can, you know, see what's going on on a higher level, but then I'm like, Whoa, I'm not some janitor here to mop this up. Like what? No, like go work that out with somebody else. And so I've learned how to see when you know, someone is, say, taking advantage of my time or kindness mm-hmm. where they're not actually taking the advice that I'm giving them. It's mm-hmm. more so they just want someone to witness their mm-hmm. pissy fit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that, that's, a, that's a big one. And um, I would say the next step really for this, if we're going to talk about a survival guide, is what are you going to do with all that energy? Like, how are you dumping everything that you're absorbing from, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, the people who are more unconscious, uh, with their energy. And so I use grounding as a really, I mean, I use that technique for everything. I ground mm-hmm. myself twice a day and I think that it's extra important to do it, um, during these energetic times. And so what I do with grounding too, is like, if I'm having an interaction with somebody who's very unpleasant, I make sure that what I'm grounding, my intention is to dump that energy straight into the center of the earth. Gaia will recycle it for us, you know? 
um, mm-hmm. clean this out and, you know, replenish that energy. So um, I know that makes me feel better. Do you have any tools that you'd like to share with how you could get rid of this extra energy that you absorb as an empath? Wow. I mean, I use a lot of different techniques. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I, they just come naturally to me now. But, um, you know, a lot of times before I used to get hooked into drama, mm-hmm. um, you know, so before I would just, it would just, I would try to reach out or like just get right hooked into it. I get let the cords come in. Yeah. So now I'm like super shields up. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like there are no cords coming in. Like I do care. I, it's not that I don't care, but if you're going to throw all of this fire at me, don't expect me to play the game or I'm going to hook into you. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. I will, I will have empathy for you in my little super shield. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so I kind of learned how to create like a super shield where energetically it's like super shields up. I'm not taking it. I don't, I don't feel it. It's not coming into my heart, into my space. I'm just refracting it. It's like, no, I, I don't, I can't. And also if I'm not taking it on, guess what? You're going to feel it. And it's not a punishment. I'm just allowing you to understand what you're creating. Yeah. So I'm not punishing anybody and I'm not actually quote unquote doing anything except I'm not ex- absorbing it. Um, I just don't allow those energy hooks to come in. It's just almost automatic. And I think you have to just practice that. Whereas empaths, we were like open all the time and like I didn't know how to have that that super shield up before but you know it's something you practice and then um knowing when to be open and knowing when it's okay to not be open right yeah. we don't have to be 24 7 we're not like 7 11 exactly and learning like how to create like trust like feeling things out before I really let someone really, really in because it's important to just feel it out. Like I'm not, um, I'm not like, you know, qualifying people all the time, but just feeling out like, how do they react here? How do they react there? Like keeping it cool until I feel like it's, it's like worthy of coming in, you know, into my space because my space is sacred. And I think empaths need to create sacredness within their space that means inside of you as an empath that means creating your body is your temple you are your temple that means I have temple you know walls you know yeah that yeah. are um that are that are not like not keeping people out or anything but they're just they can go up and down like the super shield that I have you know so um I think I value I put a high value on myself and I think empaths need to value themselves like loving myself and realizing I'm the most important person in my life gives me the the energy and the and the self-love to say no and to say yes like so I can accept good things when they come my way I can accept great people and opportunities and situations but I can also say no when it's not serving me. Absolutely. And, and it's so important to sort of do that in real time instead of afterwards where you're mm-hmm. like, now, um, now what am I going to do with this energy now that I've let this person drain me? And something that I've noticed with empaths is we've got to stop playing the martyr. Like, no, mm-hmm. like you're here on your hero's journey. You're the hero of your mm-hmm. own story. And so this sort of like martyr and just absorbing and just kind of like suffering just to make other people feel better. Uh, that's, that's not your job. That's some past life stuff. Maybe that's some karma stuff that, that mm-hmm. needs to get played out. But um, to actively know, like, 
when be present in an interaction so you really know what's going on and know mm-hmm. to get that boundary up. And um, one, one thing you can do too is like, you know, like you just said, like s- set that intention. Like, okay, like I do want to hear this person out. I do want to <laughs> listen to them because you can still do that. We can still give advice, receive, and mm-hmm. have, you know, we're here to have connections with people. It's yeah. just bringing in that extra awareness of, and, and, you know, as, as we get older too, there's that more, there's that finesse, that maturity of like, okay, what's going on in this interaction? You know, what's this um, person trying to get out of this? And um, Mm -hmm. it's something we do with practice. So I don't want people to think like, oh, well, I'm just this empath and I'm sensitive. Let me shut myself out from the world Mm -hmm. and everyone's here to hurt me. Like, no, like be, have that. (laughs) What makes us special is we have this open, loving beautiful heart and mm-hmm. so with time you learn to just radiate that really stand in it and you'll see the mm-hmm. interactions change the more like confident you are and um mm-hmm. we we do get an ability over time to just be able to listen and um help people out without feeling like okay this is too much and when it yeah. does feel like it's too much hey voice vocal boundary <laughs> do it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The third Mm -hmm. chakra is so important. That's something I had to really work through, you know, so much was my throat chakra. Yeah. Um, It's like, I I couldn't literally, I could not say no. And I couldn't state how I felt. And, um, you know, that's because, you know, empathic, a lot of us had someone very narcissistic as an adult, as a sort of um, an authority in our life, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's one thing I noticed, like a lot of empaths have an authority when they were younger that was very narcissistic and controlling that would shut down the throat chakra um and so so we need to really reclaim our throat chakra so we can speak our truth we have so much to share and it's of no use if it's just you know lying deep down inside you like we we have so much to give and share but also on our own terms you know not not because we feel like we have to but we love to give like that's part of an empath's trait like we want to share because it gives us joy we want this world to be freaking awesome we want to see harmony and peace and we want people to be healed and happy and you know yeah so sharing our voice is a gift and it took me a long time to realize that I had you know that I had a voice and I mean I did have it I had to fight for it you know because for so many reasons, as you know, we, we've done past life regressions. Yeah. Like I've had lifetimes where I was like burned at a stake for being a witch or, you know, being mm-hmm. accused of being a witch or a priestess or, or any of that, where we've shared, um, shared, you know, parts of ourselves and ended up getting, you know, murdered for yeah. it and, and suffered. And we're like, I don't want to do that again. Or, you know, <laughs> absolutely. So. And then also past lives where we weren't even allowed to have a voice, period. I've yeah. seen um, past lives where somebody is, like, supposed to be, say, serving the role as, like, a wife, but they're straight up just okay. a servant, and they're yeah. silence. And so when you do use your voice, you're speaking for all those past life versions of yourself. Mm. Um, and one thing I've noticed, too, with, with setting empaths and setting boundaries is there's this fear of repercussion because we've you know, that's, we get that through like indoctrination, through going through school, authority figures, family. And, you know, when you do stand up to someone, power dynamic change, right? Some sort of punishment, Mm -hmm. something's going on there. And so 
that's something that's important for all of us. We are all here to experience that because we're here to fully reclaim our power. So it might not mm-hmm. feel good or look pretty, but in retrospect, oh yeah, you're going to be so happy when you do that. So, um, <laughs> so you true. know, it's like, we're becoming like, I think empaths are just superheroes who just haven't like been told they're that superhero yet. So they have to kind of like, it's like that, that scene in a movie where they learn, okay, yeah, I am this, like, this is who you really are. And so keep that big heart that wants to help the world, but, mm-hmm. you know, know how to come at it from uh, being really brave and in your own power mm-hmm. and in your own voice. Like that's what's, mm. um, that's, what's going to make the biggest difference. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just a stream of light came in, <laughs> in the forest as you're talking. I'm like, Oh <sighs> yes. And you know, the other thing is they create a support system, like find other empathic people whose hearts are the same as yours. Yeah. Cause not, you know, I think we we tend to attract a lot of people that really they maybe they want our energy or they want our support, but we need support too. Mm-hmm. Okay, it does. It's not a one way street. Life is to be able to receive as well. So as an empath, find people that can give to you. Like we love to give. Find someone that can give to you as much as you love to give. That way, it's a reciprocal. Uh, you know, energy and, and that is the infinity symbol. Yeah. Continuing. We don't, we don't want to just keep giving to emptiness to avoid. It doesn't work well that way. And we get drained and then it never, um, it never feels good. So as an empath, find support system, find your tribe, find the people Mm. that you can talk to about anything that you can share stuff with that you can give and receive, right? It's a give and take. It's it's not just a one-way street. You don't just receive and you don't just give. It has to be both. So a support system, you know, is so important. Absolutely. And it's so important to talk about it too, because I've meeting more empaths just out in the world. Now it's something that we really do talk about it's sort of at 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 the forefront of of awakening now and coming to consciousness Mm -hmm. and so I mean even like if I mean Instagram has such a great spiritual community you see Mm -hmm. those memes about empaths and stuff like that that you weren't really (laughs) seeing four four years ago you were seeing more of like the conspiracy theory memes right but no Mm -hmm. if you've noticed the shift it's more about hey emotions sensitivity being empathic Mm -hmm. I feel like we're really focusing our community now on Mm. on more of that heart-centered connection so yeah um, that's really cool to see that I just love that I love that heart-centered connection that's what I'm about that's what I want to connect into you know I don't I don't want those low-level relationships I really want heart-centered and everything that I do I think that's where we're going with the world we need heart-centered connections if it's not from the heart it's just you know I don't know what it is but it's not real to me yeah. Anything from the heart. That's where I feel alive. That's where I feel it's real. And that's where I know that it's good for me. If it's, if it feels good in my heart, then I know that it's good, you know? And so empaths, we can, we can also be discerning and we can use our empathy as a super power to figure out like, Hey, does this feel right? Like we, we don't, like you said, we don't have to be martyrs anymore. And that's the old paradigm. And we are moving out of the old paradigm and we are breaking the old, you know, um, matrix of what it meant to be an empath and, and how it is to live in this world. Now we want to, we want to create something new. We are the innovators, the visionaries, and we need to know how important 
important we are here. You know, empaths, you are very important. Your love, everything that you're creating, everything that you want. Because I know empaths, they want good, not just for themselves, but for all, you know? Absolutely. I would say that empaths are the ones really creating this shift in consciousness mm-hmm. because it's a heart-centered shift. And so that openness, that sensitivity, um, that respect for all beings, <laughs> for all walks of life, like that's such a beautiful thing. And so to have people who carry this amazing gift with them, but then also be so drained and it being very hard to function in a matrix, this matrix doesn't really reward empaths, but that's what we're <laughs> so. shifting. So, they, you know, so, you know, don't, don't give up, stay, stay in that mm-hmm. heart and be sensitive and beautiful because that's where the real change is going to come from Mm, so beautiful Mm -hmm. and then like here's a tip I really wanted to share that I love this is my number one thing I like to do um especially in the Carolinas is I have this clawfoot bathtub that Mm. is so big and so luxurious and it's like I could never I never really had like a gorgeous tub like that before you know and so except when I was like a kid so I just take the most luxurious baths and I put all the Epsom salt I can because that's also it clears you you know yeah um put in my favorite crystals I put in like a black onyx because black onyx absorbs any negativity and it literally will wash away anything that I have on me from that day or, or that you know whenever and then when it drains I imagine it draining out all of the old toxic stuff all the old energy Anything that's not really aligning to my highest and best good, I just imagine it going down the drain and I feel incredible. So if you have a bath, if you can take a bath, um, you know, salt is a, it clears your energy and it's a conduit. So I highly suggest that, you know, taking baths is really good. Yeah, it's a great way The Epsom salts and um, what I like too really is, so I like to share the grounding technique, right? I like to mm-hmm. dump that energy. And what's really good about any time of like, if you're going to do some sort of discording or energy dumping, get visual and really trust mm-hmm. what you're seeing. Breath work, so important when you're consciously guiding something out of you. Um, one technique I like that uh, Carla Fox, she's a shaman, and she actually is the founder of Quantum Sphere Healing, which I practice. Mm-hmm. She has this, <clears throat> excuse me, this great exercise about taking your parts back. So if you are in some sort of interaction with somebody where you feel like, hey, this person has my voice, this person has my heart, imagine yourself taking that heart back, pulling it through like a, uh, a golden mesh of energy that's clearing it, putting that back into your body. And you can play off of this technique. So any sort of technique that feel makes you feel like you're taking a piece back, a part of you back, anything that's bringing you into wholeness, that's something that I definitely recommend. Mm, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Would you mind like just walking our listeners through that technique just so they can actually experience it? Or Absolutely. So what mm-hmm. we can do is imagine, say let's start with the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Think about... If you think somebody has a piece of your heart, so an ex or a family member, mm-hmm. or you can even do this with an organization that you belong to, or, or say you left a job, just, you know, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and just really visualize exactly what that is. Now, it could be any body part. It can even be something more esoteric, like a concept. So let's go with the heart. Now, 
if it's a person, imagine that person is sitting across from you and really look at them, which is gratitude, you know, just love, Mm -hmm. gratitude, another soul. Now, reach your hands out and literally and have the vision go in and pull your heart back and imagine a stream of just gold shimmering light and pass Mm. that heart through that golden stream of light and just watch it get cleansed and refreshed and pull that heart back and put it right back into the center of your chest. Mm -hmm. There you go. And thank it, bring in, you know, really take that in and see what that feels like. You literally took a piece of you back from this person, from some sort of organization, entity, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. any sort of t- anytime you're really doing some visual work, right? You're doing your breath, you're sending an intention, you're doing energy work. And so empaths, <laughs> we are the best at energy work. <laughs> this is what we do. Mm-hmm. So um, practice techniques like this. Uh, you can also reach uh, my grounding technique on my blog, cosmicarchers.com. Similar to like this, but you're going to be dumping mm-hmm. energy through your grounding cord. So do daily things like that mm-hmm. that make you feel like yourself again. That's mm. that's key. It is key. Thanks for thanks for that <clears throat> reminder. Like yeah, every day, you know, um, we like as healers, we wash energy through us after we work with a client, right? Because yeah, you can take on a lot of stuff, and I think when people like people aren't properly trained and then they do it, you can, it's a very dangerous thing because you're actually absorbing or taking on other people's stuff. You can, you know, depending on how you do it. And I've seen a lot of people get hurt that way. So, you know, clearing, like we clear ourselves every single time we do anything with anyone because, um, because you're intimately getting into their space. Right. And so, mm-hmm. And so I think that's also where we get a lot of strength is learning that we can work with this energy. Um, we can work with pain and, and different things, and then we can clear it out of our space. You know, we don't have to keep holding on to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say as a tip you for people who are practicing this, you really want to do this just when you really feel it. You don't want to think that there's something wrong with you or, or create some mm-hmm. sort of sense of paranoia because then you're going to be constantly looking for stuff to clear so take it from tune in see where something doesn't feel good um this is why it's so important to practice feeling your feelings and sitting Mm -hmm. with it and i know empaths know how to feel their feelings so that's a really good thing um but you know practice with it and then employ whatever technique you feel like if you think you want to go and take a salt bath do a more active um activity you know, uh, trust what your body's telling you in terms of like restoring your energy mm-hmm. um, and little rituals that we all individually have are so important. So it doesn't have to be something that you and I talked about today, um, mm-hmm. cleaning your space, um, you know, dancing, whatever it is like that makes you return. Walk in re- nature. Oh, yeah. Forest <laughs> bathing, just walking mm-hmm. in nature. I love that. Just Oh, I, I think, yeah, nature um, up there, <laughs> like my top three, just getting outside, taking a walk that, and literally just shaking it off. Um, mm-hmm. When I always like to tell people sometimes in a session, their higher self will tell me this person just needs to like stand up and shake because when we do that, <laughs> we're shaking trauma off of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why if you notice a cat, when they shake all quick, they're actually shaking trauma off. Because they can't, animals do that when they don't have the same emotion. Maybe they don't. (laughs) I'm saying like emotional animals are so sentient. They probably are processing their emotions. We just don't know about it. But um, the shaking is one way they remove trauma. So dance, 
sacred dance, movement, jumping up and down. Um, that's another good way to just shake it off, shake off all that negativity that mm. you're absorbing, um, get yourself feeling good and centered again. Absolutely. And yeah. also, I forgot to mention, like, there's just so many things, and I don't think we have time for all of it today, but sage, I'm a sage, <laughs> I'm a sage yes. fanatic. Sage, Palo, I, I really love the smell of Palo Santo. That's another mm, one. Delicious. Yeah. You know, um, oh, sage up the space, yourself, whatever to make you feel like reset because we're the ones in control. Like we're mm-hmm. the ones who are, we decide when we feel good, when something is cleared or not, like really, really trust that. So um, another great one. <laughs> Oh, wow. Beautiful. I mean, I think we gave quite a few tips. Yeah. We could even do a part two because I think we probably have a lot more to share. For sure. But for the sake of things like, you know, we want people to be able to absorb what we already shared with them. Um, is there anything else you'd like to, you know, last note you'd like to leave with everyone? Well, we're recording this and it's eleven eleven on my clock. So I think that's a very good <laughs> sign that we have, you know, done a really <clears throat> thorough job going over this for this first part. And, you know, I just want to let everyone know that out there that I love you and I'm rooting for you and you are not alone as an empath. And there's so many amazing things that you can do to heal yourself every day. And so really trust with what feels good and, and go for it. Mm, That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are, we're all connected. So I think, you know, one of the reasons why we love to do what we do is to share because we, we want to see people empowered, happy and feeling good. And we do yes. want to share, you know, love with you and put out positive energy knowing that, yeah, you're not alone ever, 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 even in the, in the darkest moments when you feel like all is lost, like there's still a light <laughs> flickering for you, you know? So hold on to that light and, and find ways to, to make it brighter within yourself. It's all about what's going on inside of you. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to put your link below Susan. So you can find Susan and we appreciate you connecting with us. Sending you so much love. Thank you. Bye. Bye.